Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Headlines. Let's start off with uh, kind of a combo here. We've got uh, Steve Fulton, uh, who's agreed to terms to fight uh, Nayana Anui. Steve Fulton has a record of 21 and 0, eight knockouts. Anui, he's 24 and 0, 21 knockouts. And they've agreed to fight in May. Uh, but we'll wait to see if that contract gets signed. Uh, Fulton, by the way, is the WBC, WBO super bantamweight champ at the moment. And his two 122-pound uh, titles will be on the line for the former three-division world champion, Inouye, to try and win to become a four-division champion. Uh, the belt-hungry 29-year-old Inouye is fresh off capturing the undisputed championship on December 13th at bantamweight beating WBO champion Paul Butler by an 11th round knockout. Inouye has since given up the four belts and is looking to capture the belts at 122 to become the undisputed champion in that weight division. It could be more demanding for Inouye to duplicate that feat as super weight because Fulton is unquestionably a better fighter than the four guys that the Japanese started defeated at 118 to become undisputed. So let's look forward to that fight. Uh, hopefully it happens in May. It'll be a good one. Um, also in May, I just noticed that uh, it looks like Devin Haney's going to go up against Vasily Lomachenko uh, in May as well. So a couple of news items that are connected by their month. Um, coming up, we're going to see Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, face former world welterweight champ Liam Smith in Manchester on Saturday. But the talk is of fighting Cedric Ben. Cedric Ben. I meant Connor Ben, not Cedric Ben from Talking Fight. Um, Connor Ben, yeah, bad boy boxing. Eubank, who uh, ha has a record of 33 2 with 23 knockouts, was supposed to fight Ben in the non title catweight clash between the sons of two of Britain's most famous boxers in one of the biggest fights in the United Kingdom last year. But Ben, 21-0, tested positive for the female fertility drug clomiphene, which forced the fight to be canceled just two days before it was scheduled, and that was back on October 8th. UK Anti-Doping, the British uh, Boxing Board of Control, and WBC World Boxing Body are still investigating Ben, who insists he is innocent and blames contamination for the positive results in the tests that were conducted by the Voluntary Anti-Doping Association, by the way, VADA. Uh, despite the controversy and uncertainty over Ben's career, middleweight contender Eubank believes a fight with Ben can still happen. Can still happen? Absolutely anything can happen. This is boxing, Eubank told ESPN. I'm sure it will happen. When? I couldn't tell you that. But now it's a fight the whole nation wants to see, the entire boxing world wants to see. When he gets his stuff sorted out, we can look at making a fight happen, but it'll not be uh, that crazy catchweight. He has lost all his privilege about me cutting weight. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, speaking of uh, Eubank and Smith, promoter Ben Shalom of Boxer has revealed that former world champion Cal Brook is looking to return to the ring, and he's interested in facing the winner of the Eubank Jr. versus uh, Smith clash. Eubank will collide with Smith in middleweight uh, this coming uh, Saturday, as I've said earlier, in Manchester. Uh, but Brooke 
uh, saw action last February when he picked up a stoppage win over career rival Amir Khan. Later in the year, the Sheffield boxer would announce his retirement from the sport. According, however, to Shalom, Brooke will be ringside this weekend for the Eubank uh, Smith fight. Quote, Kel will be there on Saturday. He's desperate for the winner of that fight. He wanted the Eubank fight after the Khan fight. That's what Shalom said. He feels he wants the winner of this fight, whether that's Liam Smith or whether that's Eubank Jr. There is a rematch clause, so if Liam does win, Eubank will have the option with that one. But there will be massive fights for whoever the winner is. Huge nights, and Kelbrook definitely wants to be one of them. So that division is certainly interesting at the moment. Speaking of interesting divisions, let's uh, flip over to the heavyweight division for a sec. Former WBO heavyweight champion Joseph Parker plans to throw his weight around against Jack Massey. This will be on the undercard of this fight on uh, on Saturday night over in Manchester. Uh, Parker said, I'm going to smash him uh, because he believes uh, Massey uh, is an elite cruiserweight, but he'll be stepping up to heavyweight for the first time. He's got big balls. I'll give him that, said Parker. But there are divisions in boxing for a reason. I'm going to, I'm going to be the bigger man. I'm going to fight like the bigger man. Back him up. Push him back. I'm going to make him think about it Really wants to be, if he really wants to be in the heavyweight division. Wow. Uh, Parker, by the way, has had a chance to eyeball local hero Massey uh, at an open workout at Manchester's Trafford Center uh, on Wednesday. So... He's looking forward to that fight for sure. Um, speaking of the WBC, the WBC uh, has ordered the Babak Rosansky uh, Bridgerweight uh, belt. Hmm. With the WBC Bridgerweight champion, Oscar Rivas, out of action indefinitely with a detached retina, the WBC Board of Governors have designated him as champion in recess and voted in favor of the following resolution to immediately address the status of the Bridgerweight division, which I can say no one's a big fan of. Anyway, to order number one, Alan Babek versus number three, Lukic Ruzanski to fight for the vacant title with a 50-50 split and the winner committed to comply with two mandatories, the first mandatory against the winner, of the final elimination between Riyad uh, Many uh, versus Kevin Larina. To order number two, Riyad Many versus Kevin Larina, number four, as I said, to fight an elimination fight uh, with a 50-50 split and the winner fighting versus the new champion with a 60-40 split in favor of the champion. Well, it's complicated, I got to say. But anyway, it looks like there's going to be some fighting at the so-called Bridgerweight division. Um, and by the way, if you're interested, the WBC starts a free negotiation period for both fights. And if no agreement is reached, a perch op purse offer will be held in Mexico City on Tuesday, January 31st. Moving along, we haven't uh, gone here often, but let's go here today. Let's go down to the Philippines. Milan Melindo hopes to find success in a new weight class. Melindo is now campaigning at featherweight. He was victorious in his last bout on January 11th, defeating Chawat Buat-Rathok by unanimous decision at the sports complex in his hometown of Cebu City in the Philippines. 
Uh, scores were 98, 92, 98, 92, 97, 93 for Melindo, who improved his record to 39 and 4 with 14 knockouts. The 34-year-old has now won his last two fights. After failed attempts to win a world title belt at flyweight and junior flyweight, Melindo finally won a world title belt, the IBF World Junior Flyweight title, by stopping Japan's Akira Yagashi in May of 2017. And Melindo would make a successful defense of the IBF uh, by defeating Hecky Butler by split decision less than four months later. But Melinda would lose the IBF world title in his next fight in December 2017, dropping a unanimous decision to Ryuchi Taguchi. Melinda would then go through a rough two-fight stretch in 2018-2019, losing by knockout to then WBC world junior flyweight title holder Kenshiro Taraji, and then unbeaten flyweight prospect Junto Nagatani. It's interesting to, to note uh, that the the number of different uh, Japanese contenders that are out there that we we barely mention here on Talking Fight, and uh, I suppose we should start looking for a, a Japanese reporter, someone who can actually uh, provide coverage of the fight scene over in Japan. Anyway, let's continue with the story. Prior to the win over Boatrathak. Melindo previously fought on April 22nd, stopping Chryson Omanimo in the sixth round. Uh, he dropped a tie, uh, and his record is now 38-8, and eight, 25 knockouts, though. But the 30-year-old has lost three of his last four bouts. Um, also on a card uh, promoted by John Ajuqua, junior welterweight prospect Carlo Baccaro has improved to 10-0. Six knockouts by defeating Ryan Simona by unanimous decision. Um, this uh, was all taking place in uh, Cebu City, apparently. So a little bit of a little bit of a confusing story for us, but uh, nonetheless, it looks like this chap Milan Melindo uh, is now campaigning at featherweight. That's all we need to know. <laughs> Alrighty, um, and on a final note. Somewhat of a surprise, but it came as a kind of a blockbuster news item uh, yesterday. So this is a bit late coming to you. Uh, good boxing fans out there. Unbeaten light heavyweight Edgar Berlanga, who's 20-0, 16 knockouts, is now a free agent. He and Top Rank have mutually decided to terminate their promotional deal. Berlanga opened his career with 16 straight first-round knockouts, but has now gone the distance on four straight occasions. I might add, he recently served a six-month suspension for biting his most recent opponent. So we'll see what happens to Edgar Berlanga, and I'm sure uh, Bob Arum really doesn't care. Alrighty, let's uh, move along. Ah, I see that concludes my show. We're done. Thank you for joining me here on uh, Boxing News Today. I appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We see you later on at 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up with Mike Gore and Cedric Ben, not Connor Ben. And uh, yeah, thank you. See you then.